Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard indeed. This is hour two of RM World Travel, everybody. I'm Robert Carey. We appreciate you being here with us as Mary, Rudy, and I move things right along in the fastest two hours in travel. Holding on the show hotline is Wall Street Journal reporter Andy Pastor to share what he exposed this week involving Southwest Airlines and the FAA. So to maximize our time with Andy, Mary, let's get right to the show rundown for hour two. All right, sounds good. Coming up this hour, we'll have our latest personal connection episode as the founder of Mobility International USA, Susan Siegel, will join us to talk about how they're helping people with disabilities travel on foreign exchange programs. For today's Right Stuff segment, Joe Yogurst of National Geographic joins the show to share his new book, 100 Parks, 5,000 Ideas. And show friend Catherine Price will also check in with us as we put a different spin on travel by alerting you of places not to go. Okay, that'll be interesting to see. But first, folks, this week, Andy Pastor reported in the Wall Street Journal that the FAA, while they're investigating Southwest Airlines for widespread miscalculations on the total weight of checked bags loaded onto each of their flights. Uh, Clearly, this is an alarming matter for a whole host of reasons, and we're going to get into the specifics of that right now. Welcome back to RM World Travel, Andy. We appreciate you getting up early on the West Coast to join us today. Good to be with you again. Yeah, thank you, Andy. So we all read your report this week, and clearly it raises some pretty important questions about what's going on at Southwest Airlines as well as the FAA's oversight. So why don't you share with all of us what you uncovered and the potential seriousness of the situation? So I think that for both the airline and the regulators, it does raise some pretty significant uh, questions. Uh, First of all, for Southwest, this investigation has been going on for more than a year. And essentially, um, as I've been told by various folks inside the FAA and other industry officials, Southwest uh, simply didn't want to spend the money for automated scanners to be able to check to scan each bag as it's put into the plane out at plane side and so um, ground uh, handlers and baggage handlers were estimating the number of bags they got distracted they had incorrect numbers and so the FAA has been looking at this as I say for more than a year and uh, Southwest is belatedly now talking about getting scanners um, by the end of this year for the FAA It's sort of the other side of the coin. What have they been doing for a year? And, in fact, they have gotten information. They've been working with the airlines. Southwest has made a lot of changes. But the bottom line is that the fundamental issue hasn't been resolved. um, Southwest hasn't been fined or punished. Uh, The FAA is still thinking about that. And so it's sort of a status quo situation, and, and, and I think it, uh, it, it raises questions on both sides of that equation. So, Andy, I mean, listen, besides the obvious safety issues involved here, what also bothers me candidly is now having to wonder just how much we can trust the reliability and accuracy of the data coming from Southwest and the FAA air regulators. How do you feel about this? 
Precisely. That's the that's the broader point, and it talks to the enforcement philosophy of the FAA, which now is to work cooperatively and to share data and to work with airlines instead of trying to be a have a have an enforcement stick over the over the airlines. And in theory, that's a tremendous uh, strategy. It's produced uh, in, uh, incredible safety results in the U.S. and elsewhere. But in practice, if you have a carrier that digs in its heels and, and really delays or doesn't want to resolve issues or tries to take as much time as possible to resolve issues, you can get into a situation where it's an endless back and forth without any final um, disposition. And I think that raises some questions. And, of course, as you mentioned, the other broader issue is if uh, the FAA relies on Southwest to provide accurate and up-to-date data about its weight, cargo weights, and it hasn't been doing so, then what does that mean for the other streams of data, the uh, innumerable other kinds of data that the airline provides that the FAA relies on for um, for its oversight and monitoring? And so that's really the broader question. And um, so far, neither the FAA nor Southwest have really addressed that. The FAA has uh, said it's reviewing what occurred at the airline, but uh, they haven't taken any action yet. Andy, uh, Rudy Maxa here. When when I check into, uh, well, I fly, I'm in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and I'm sort of held captive by Delta. When I check into Delta, they weigh my bag when it's when it sits on the, when I'm checking in, and I think they enter that into a record immediately so that I presume it gives the pilot a really accurate uh, understanding of how much cargo is going to be in the cargo, the weight of the cargo in the cargo hold. Does Southwest do that? Uh, well, they do scan your bag when you check in, and they do weigh it to make sure that it's not overweight. Right. But the, 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 the difference is that at Delta, the baggage handler will have a separate scanner, and they will actually count the precise number of bags or containers or other things that are put into the cargo hold. And the FAA allows the airlines to use an average weight for cargo, and I mean for, for each checked bag, and an average weight for each passenger and so on. In the case of Southwest, they don't do the scanning at plane side. So it really is um, sort of an estimate, and people get distracted. Other bags get put on at the last minute. And so Southwest has acknowledged to the FAA that they do not have – they are not complying with the requirement to have an accurate uh, weight and balance, which is the way it's described from dispatch. And, in fact, it's in some points over 70 percent of their flights, according to the Southwest's own numbers, had incorrect weight and balance information, and now it's down to about 30%. But your listeners should know that this is not just a theoretical paperwork issue. If a plane is overloaded, even by, well, 1,000 or 2,000 pounds, which is not insignificant, and something happens on takeoff and the weight is distributed in in a way that the pilots don't understand or is different from what they've been told, you can have handling issues. It's rare. It only happens in extreme cases, but that's what regulations are supposed to guard against. Well, Andy, that that is the key here on this, exactly what happens with uh, for the safety issue with passengers. So last question, we've only got uh, maybe about 30 seconds here for this. Should we expect fines or penalties for Southwest over this? The FAA says wait and see. My hunch is, my sense is, from my reporting, is that, yes, we'll see some 
punishment, but uh, I, I think uh, perhaps not as significant as many critics as of the FAA would, would like would like to see. But but Southwest has decided belatedly to change its procedures to do the scanning, and so this will be a moot a, a moot issue by the end of this year. But okay. it's taken two years to get there. Well, Andy, listen, we appreciate the update today uh, very much. So we appreciate you also joining us and getting up early, as I said. So you have a nice weekend, okay? And to all of you as well, and your listeners. Thanks very much. Thanks, Andy. All right. Well, listen, I mean, you know, Mary, serious subject for sure. And good for Andy, you know, to make it public for all of us to know about this because yeah. it could Surprise. be a real serious issue. Surprise. It's been going on for a year, though. It yeah. seems like that's pretty. Over one-third of Southwest flights, Rudy, have been impacted by this, they estimate. Hmm. Well, let us say that you, our listeners, uh, we certainly enjoy having you as part of our national broadcast today and every weekend. Coming up next, Susan Seagull is up. She will find out about her organization and how it's making travel easier for people with disabilities in our personal connection. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And they keep you fully stocked on the products you use, so don't run out. Determine what you want and when you want it, from once a month to every six months, and it shows up right at your door. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Give one of their starter sets a try for just $5. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular price. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a direct link. Sleep cool and comfortable every night on a Casper. It's a high-quality mattress at an affordable price. Casper mattresses ship for free in a small box, so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. And if you don't love it, they'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Put Casper to the test for 100 nights in your own home. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 for $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Casper.com, code RM3. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. Additional fees may apply for Hawaii and Alaska. No one should feel unsafe at home, period. That's been Simply Safe's mission from day one. You may have seen their commercial about it during the big game this year. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. The Verge calls Simply Safe, quote, the best home security, end quote. And it's a wire cutter top pick. As more than three million of their customers know, it feels good to fear less. Get free shipping today on your order by going to simplysafe.com slash travel. That's simplysafe.com slash travel or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. The right hire can have such an impact on your business. That's why you should post your job on LinkedIn. It intelligently targets candidates based on their skills, recommendations, even how open they are to new opportunities. Insights that are only on the linkedin.com slash rm network. Your post is matched to the best people for the job. And right now, if you visit linkedin.com slash rm, you'll get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash rm. Terms and conditions apply. Or for more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. 
Hey, everyone. Thanks for staying with us through the break. Robert Mary back with you for our B-Block segment in today's Personal Connection episode. Before we're joined by the founder of Mobility International USA, a brief word about LifeLock.com that now includes Norton Security. Well, in case you haven't heard, the latest data breach affects emails and passwords from 2.2 billion accounts. Yikes. Although it can be a pain, if you don't currently use a different password for every website or service, make sure you change them today. The facts are information stolen in a data breach can be used to commit ID theft in your name and ruin your reputation. You know, and that's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection has added the power of Norton Security for comprehensive protection against threats that you can't easily see or fix on your own. And if you ever have a problem, they have agents who will work to fix it. Join now for the first year. Save 10% when you use our code of RM at LifeLock.com. There's also a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Okay, Susan Seagull, a MacArthur Fellow, is a recognized expert globally in the area of educational exchange and leadership programs for people with disabilities. She's the CEO and founder of Mobility International USA, who, along with her team, works to increase the participation of people with disabilities in the full range of international volunteer, study, work, and research research programs. To find out more about her mission, let's get right to Susan on the show hotline for today's Personal Connection episode. Hello, Susan. Welcome to RM World Travel. It's nice to connect with you today. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we've been looking forward to talking to you this week. So, Susan, I think the place we want to start off is here. You know, when you think back to where you began more than 30 years ago as a Rotary scholar studying abroad in Australia, yourself a wheelchair rider, to where you are today with more than 2,300 alumni from over 135 countries, you must be immensely proud to have founded a truly impactful organization for people with disabilities who can now partake in international exchange opportunities that simply didn't exist in years past. Am I right? Yes, that is exactly right, and I'm so thrilled because, as you know, I started out um, having a study abroad on a Rotary scholarship in Australia, and I realized what an impact that has. So being involved with Mobility International USA through the National Clearinghouse, we can give free information and lots of um, really ideas for people with all types of disabilities to have that same opportunity to study, volunteer, research, or have professional exchanges all over the world. So it's been a dream come true for me. I just think it's it's a fantastic story and a great organization. And believe you just said the word free, which I find um, incredible because it looks like you offer a lot of resources. So. In the time that we have here, can you just give our listeners a couple of examples of some of the resources that you can provide for people with disabilities looking to study abroad? Yes, I'd be happy to. So our National Clearinghouse and Disability Exchange, which is part of Mobile International USA, is funded by the State Department. And we have information like if you were interested in getting some scholarships so you could study abroad, there's something called the Benjamin Gilman Scholarship, which is sponsored by the Department of State. And you can get money sometimes to learn another language in another country. As I say, the Rotary uh, International has scholarships. There's scholarships for high school exchanges, for college, for professional exchanges, there's giving information about things like Peace Corps, but we also give a lot of tips, like how do you travel if you need a personal assistant, and what do you do if you need a sign language interpreter or a service dog, or you have a non-apparent disabilities and use medications. So there's so much information on our website, and if that isn't enough, you can also contact us by email. We have podcasts. So basically, it's, if anyone wants to plant the seed for them or someone they know to study abroad, to volunteer abroad, to be a professional exchange, 
we have so much information and we're so eager to reach out to people with disabilities throughout the United States. It's terrific. just terrific. It and I also, um, I, I think from what I see on your site, um, we were looking through it yesterday to prepare for this, Mobility International USA, you also have a plethora of resources that you offer to the programs themselves around the world. Is that correct? In order to help them better understand and accommodate? Exactly. So we want all people with disabilities to be successful in their international experience. So we also give free technical assistance to study abroad professionals, universities, um, lots of different places because we want every person with a disability to have the same opportunity and to be supported and have an excellent experience. So we're giving information both to people with disabilities, their families, as well as international exchange organizations and people who do study or volunteer abroad. All right. So, Susan, you know, listen, this is our personal connection series that you're a part of right now in our show. And it's where we like to illustrate the connection of travel with the journey of how it's really changed someone or added a layer to their world. I want to speak about just how meaningful and really how transformative these study abroad programs and experiences are for participants. I frankly, I would think it'd be huge from a confidence building standpoint, which yeah. is really what study abroad programs are all about. But for those with disabilities, probably even more so. Am I right? Yes, that's exactly right. I think that, you know, as you said, study abroad for every person, whether they're disabled or not, builds their confidence, has people learn new languages, gives people sort of a global perspective of the world that's needed not only in life, but a great thing for employability and to get jobs. But for people with disabilities, myself included, I'm a wheelchair rider, so many times you face people who have lower expectations of what you can do. And I think as you have accomplished that, like I studied a year in Australia, I think it really sort of trampolines your dreams and what's possible in your life. And you also get to meet people from all over the world, and I think just everybody benefits. It's a win-win. But I would say if disabled people had one thing they're going to do with their life that's going to change it, I would say have an experience, study abroad, volunteer abroad, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, right. and, amen Which, as we say all the right. time, is great for everyone. So as you said, Robert and Susan, you know, for people with disabilities, it's even more enhanced. So Susan, you've been doing this a long time. We know you speak all over the world on topics uh, of international exchange and cultural development. I would love to know what you continue to learn from your own travels around the world. Well, first of all, I'm amazed that exactly as you said, you know, I have now traveled for a few weeks and I, I've got the bug. I can't wait for my <laughs> next trip. I think it's such um, the things that makes you feel so alive. But for me, I've been so enhanced by meeting people around the world, especially meeting other disabled people around the world and learning from them. And I always feel there's a family of people with disabilities and allies around the world. And when you travel, especially when you meet other people with disabilities, I feel you just really feel part of that family. And I love other food. I love other languages. So just all around, I'm, I'm probably my happiest. Give me an airplane ticket and I'm there. <laughs> well, we I, can I agree think, on that. <laughs> exactly, because what it does is you cut through, whether it's the cultures, the politics, whatever it may be that's out there in the world, when you just get to interact on a human basis one-on-one, -on -one, it is so mean. And it's really, equalizing. It, it is. It you truly know, because is. Because Everybody, everybody learns from yeah. it and, and benefits. Susan, this might be a tough question because I feel like from where you started to where you are today, uh, as you talked about with Robert earlier when we started the interview, so much growth and so many people have gone through this program all over the world. It's so impressive. But, you know, if you had to wave a magic wand, what do you envision for the continued future of Mobility International USA? 
Wow, that's a great question. Well, I think that what I would envision for Mayusa is to really increase even more the number of people with all types of disabilities to be on exchange. I would like that every young kid with any disability is growing up and envisioning that they're going to be a citizen diplomat. I'd like to really build a pipeline of leaders of people with disabilities so that I'd love that when I travel, I just see tons and tons of people with disabilities who are studying abroad and volunteering abroad. And also, we're very interested in other disabled people from all around the world coming to the U.S. to volunteer and study abroad. There aren't that many opportunities sometimes for people from other countries to do that. I think the whole world will be a better place when we really build a pipeline of leaders with disabilities who have global competence and they can be leaders in the world. Well, that's, that's good that's good like, information. Yeah, to inspire uh, and others, certainly, yeah, listen, too. we have many radio stations across the country, almost 400 right now, but we also have a TuneIn.com channel that puts us international. So if people are listening around the world right now, they can certainly follow up. That's great. So definitely the same information that we give to U.S. folks to study abroad. We have for people with all types of abilities to come to the U.S. So they just have to um, email us at clearinghouse at miusa.org, and uh, the world will open up to them. And, and real, real quick, Susan, I just want to make sure what Mary said earlier, there is no cost, correct, for folks that are There's getting There's no cost for oh. the information. We do not give out scholarships ourselves. But we do have information about scholarships. We have lots of tip sheets, lots of podcasts. We have magazines online. All good information. Of course, available in alternate formats for people who are blind and other disabilities. So the information, the technical assistance, the tip sheets are all free. So, folks, the website is miusa.org, miusa.org. Susan, very nice to meet you electronically. Best wishes as you continue on your mission. Enjoy your travels, okay? I appreciate it, and thank you for all you do. Thank have you. Have a great day. You as well. Take care. All right. Very inspirational. There goes Susan. And that website again is miusa.org. Yes, it is. Folks, right now we're going to take a quick break. So this is a good time to connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at RM World Travel. After these sponsor messages, there's more RM World Travel coming right up. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Get covered with extended vehicle protection. Call 800-CAR-6100 and use code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com rm and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash rm or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com.
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Rudy Max here. Nice to have you in the house with Robert and Mary. This segment of the program is made possible by quitwithzero.com slash RM. For anyone who smokes cigarettes and wants to quit for good, there's now a new company that makes it easier to quit smoking. They're making quitting simple with a method clinically proven to curb cravings and nicotine withdrawal symptoms. Here's how it works. You get a physician, prescribe medication to curb cravings, plus nicotine gum to help fight uh, withdrawal systems. Excuse me, withdrawal symptoms. And you also get continued support. It takes just five minutes to sign up, and it's all done online. You just answer a few simple questions about your smoking and medical history, and a licensed physician will review your information. If you qualify, your treatment is delivered right to your door. You never have to visit a doctor's office or a pharmacy, which makes quitwithzero.com slash RM both simple and effective. So if you want to stop smoking or know someone who does, see if you qualify today and get our special discount by going to quitwithzero, all one word, quitwithzero.com slash RM. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. You may remember a while back we talked about a great picture book from National Geographic. I mean, they make such gorgeous books. But a new book is out that you ought to know about called 100 Parks, 5,000 Ideas. Where to go, what to do, what to see, and what and uh, and uh, just basically how to really use our not just our national parks, but other parks as well. My guest is Joe Yurgis. He's a writer, photographer, and editor at National Geographic. And, Joe, this book is just as handsome as the picture books or the coffee table books that National Geographic is famous for. Is this a compilation of pieces that have been in the magazine, or did you guys go out and do some original stuff on this? No, this is all original writing, although some of the writing in this will now appear, at least in the digital issue of the magazine. But, uh, no, this is all original uh, stories on all of 100 parks that we did. Now, I, you know, the name of the book I was, I was struggling to remember is 50 States, 5,000 Ideas. That was an earlier book. This is 100 Parks, parks 5,000 Ideas. Right. What I find interesting is, of course, you have the great national parks in there, but you also have, you've got Central Park in, uh, in, in New York. You've got an urban park in Boston. So this is not, I guess we should make it clear, this is not just national parks, right? No, not at all. Um, National Geographic, of course, is famous for its national park books, and this time we decided to do something different, and we kicked around some ideas and decided, in addition to doing the iconic national parks in the U.S. and Canada, how about great city parks and state parks? And we also threw in some national forests and national wildlife refuges that uh, take visitors and really function as parks. Did you shoot any of these? Uh, no, uh, they're 100% of my words, but uh, the f- photographs are National Geographic photographers um, over the years and decades, some incredible images. So you wrote the words. So what will I find in here that will help me in visiting these parks, besides the gorgeous photographs? Since you did the writing, you would know about that. Well, it's an ideas book, as it suggests, 5,000 ideas. So it's really an overview of things you can do in different parks. And a lot of them you might be familiar with already, like Yellowstone and the Grand Canyon or Voyageurs or whatever. But uh, we, we tried to illuminate both the famous parks and some not-so-well-known parks um, and give people ideas across all of North America, Canada and the U.S., um, places they might like to go, and also vacation ideas in the sense that these parks are close to one another and you could make a whole vacation out of visiting two, three, four, five of these in the same road trip. And you offer advice, sort of insider advice. You have a top ten list of uh, the best destinations for river trips, best, desina- uh, yes. best destination for monuments, panoramic views, beaches, etc. Um, I think that is uh, great fun, particularly for people who love beaches or monuments or river trips. 
Yes, and winter sports also, best parks for winter sports. And will I learn something about each park that I've never known before? Well, I guess it depends on how well how well you know the park. True. But uh, that was um, that was part of the aim was to I mean I'm, I'm into quirky facts and figures and history, so I like to combine that into every chapter. Some sort of uh, can you share a couple with may us? not know about. Can you share a couple with us? Oh wow! Okay, um, one of the least known parks in the whole book, which I discovered almost by accident, was Hahatanka State Park in the Ozarks in southern Missouri. And I was basically going up to the Ozarks um, because I had watched the television show and kind of uh, was obsessed with it and wanted to see where it was taking place. And I came across this amazing state park um, that's very small. It's on, the, it's on the Lake of the Ozarks, but it features several things. It features a limestone um, topography that has a natural spring at the bottom that opens up into this turquoise jade-colored pool. And up on the cliff above it is a ruined Scottish castle, but of course it's not a real Scottish castle. It was the country lodge and home of a Kansas City businessman who fell in love with this little place before the Lake of Ozarks was there, built this giant castle up on the hillside, modeled after something he'd seen in Scotland, and then before he could live in it, it burned down. And all that's left is the stone ruins, which look something like a Frankenstein castle that you've seen in movies. So you've got nature and you've got this kind of quirky history and this amazing ruin up on the hillside. That is worth the price of the book right there. That, Joe, that is fabulous. Let me tell you, the book is called, excuse me, 100 Parks, 5,000 Ideas. It's new from National Geographic. If you'd like to order it online, just go to nationalgeographic.com slash products or just go to nationalgeographic.com and you can link to their uh, to their books, and this is brand new. And if you're a fan of parks, and again, it's not just the big name national parks; it's it's uh, state parks as well as local parks. Um, my guest is Joe Jurgist, who's uh, a writer, editor, and photographer with National Geographic. Joe, thanks for stopping by and letting us know about this new publication. And uh, uh, thanks for having me on, Rudy. I appreciate it. And thanks for telling us about your special place. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. The real world is full of sounds that warn you about danger. But in the digital world, there's no sound if your personal information is in danger. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton Security to help protect you. No one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock with Norton gives you protection for the digital world. Visit LifeLock.com today and use code RM for 10% off your first year. That's code RM for 10% off your first year at LifeLock.com or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, Hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. 
Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Ama Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the Ama Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the Ama Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. With all the recent news about online security breaches, it's hard not to worry about where our data goes. That's why we say take back your privacy by using expressvpn.com rm. They secure your internet browsing by encrypting the data and hiding your public IP address. And protecting yourself costs less than $7 a month. Folks, don't mess around here. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com rm or check out rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Hey, everyone. We're back. We appreciate you being here with us each and every week for our Travel Talk get-together. And for this segment, and maybe next segment as well, no need to get out the map, as we're going to have some fun and do something different by sharing with you places not to travel. As show, as show friend Catherine Price, she's going to be joining us momentarily. But first, a quick word about our sponsor, MyPillow.com. And one thing that we like about MyPillow products is they're fully backed by a 60-day money-back guarantee and come with a 10-year warranty. Their mattress topper has certainly improved our sleep. They have an exclusive, or it has an exclusive three-layer design that starts with MyPillow foam for support, then adds traditional foam to relieve those pressure points, and finishes it off with ultra-soft patented temperature-regulating covers. Okay, listen to this, Mary. You can also improve your sleep with a special four-pack offer. You'll get two premium pillows of any size, plus two go-anywhere pillows for 50% off, or you can choose to get 30% off the mattress topper, plus two standard MyPillows for free. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, use our promo code RM to get these specials, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking on the sponsors page. All right, so Catherine, welcome back to RM World Travel. Thanks for joining Mary, Rudy, and me today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. We've been looking forward to this. All right, before we go exploring some of the places in your book, Catherine, let's start with why you decided to write the book about places not to see, and how did you come to gather all of these places? 
Well, I am a total maximizer by personality, so I can't even buy garbage bags without reading, you know, all the Amazon reviews to find out what the best one is, which I can tell you guys if you want to know. But um, anyway, a, a while ago, I realized I was doing the same thing with my travel experiences. I was basically doing obsessive research ahead of time. I mean, as many people do to figure out exactly what to see, exactly what to do. And at some point, I realized that that actually was missing the point of leaving home because I was letting everybody else dictate what I should see when I traveled. And it was also really stressing myself out, especially because there were so many books on the market at that time, about, you know, a thousand and one places not to see before you die, a thousand places to play golf. There were all these right. random books like that. So I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to write a book that was uh, meant to help people stress less? And I decided to call it 101 Places Not to See Before You all right, Die. So let's right, talk so about that a little bit. So, you know, all right, so we got 101 Places Not to See Before You Die in this case. And I'm looking, you know, where to begin, I guess. Uh, you know, how about we start here with the one that, frankly, you couldn't pay me to visit, the Poison Oak Festival in Columbia, California. I mean, really? I understand it's been going on for like 30 years? Yes, that one really pained me personally, too, because my husband is particularly allergic to poison oak. You know, everyone's allergic. He needs, like, immediate steroid shots. So I, I shudder even to talk about this, honestly. I think I'm going to get a rash. But it's a festival every year where people are invited to participate in things like, uh, you know, presenting the most beautiful poison oak bouquet or creating, uh, yeah, floral arrangements, even baked goods totally terrifying and it's really yeah and the the oil stays on you for for months so even if you didn't think you touched anything and actually stepped on some you'd be very itchy so yeah that that one disturbs me deeply (laughs) well geez Catherine, that (laughs) you're right i don't want to go there um i understand that beijing uh uh about seven years ago issued an edict that the the city had to open 150 museums um, in, in a certain period of time, and you have found one that sounds really particularly dull that I don't want to go to called the Museum of Tap Water. Is that? Yes, the Beijing Museum of Tap Water. But, so I should also say, because it sounds like I'm saying don't travel, actually part of the point of the book is that sometimes the worst experiences and strangest places actually make the best stories afterwards. So Beijing Museum of Tap Water, perfect example. After the book came out, I was in Beijing, and I actually made because I, I gathered the stories both from my own experiences and also from the recommend, or non-recommendations of, of friends and strangers. <laughs> um, I actually went to the Museum of Tap Water, and I will say that that is one that's pretty boring, but it's so absurd, it's kind of enjoyable, because the irony here is that Beijing, you can't actually drink the tap water in Beijing because it's, it goes through contaminated pipes. But if you go there, you can expect to see all sorts of paraphernalia from the past, of, the glorious past of tap water. Um, and then there's a, a lawn outside that just has these unexplained pipes sticking up to the lawn at regular intervals. But I don't know if it's part of the exhibit or if it's just part of the functionality of the building. But that one's like right on the line of I probably wouldn't go back. I think I did that so other people don't have to. But it's, it's bizarre right. enough that you can at least tell people about it. Afterwards. All right. So it, no desire to go to that museum. And then real quickly before we run out of time, I love Ireland, but the Blarney Stone made your book. And I'm guessing that's because it's kind of gross. When you think about how many people well, kiss yeah. it each year. But also, like, how much of an experience is that really? You're going to say, I waited online, I kissed the Blarney Stone, just like the millions of other people who waited online and kissed the Blarney Stone. I did get a letter after our email. Catherine, we're going to have you hold that thought for a second because we're coming up to a hard break, so I'm going to ask you to stay with us. Uh, We'll we'll continue this right after the break. Folks, thanks for being with us for our live broadcast today. The Travel Trio and Catherine Price, we're back with more RM World Travel and places not to travel after these messages.
Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everybody. Mary, Rudy, and I, we're here talking with travel writer and speaker Catherine Price about her humorous book, 101 Places Not to See Before You Die. And for segment 10 of our broadcast today, we're sponsored by expressvpn.com slash rm. You're being tracked online by social media sites, marketing companies, even your mobile or internet provider, and they often sell your info to corporations who want to profit from all of your information. It's getting harder not to worry about where our data goes these days. Making online purchases, booking travel, or simply accessing your email all put your private information at risk. For less than $7 a month, you can take back your privacy by using expressvpn.com slash rm. It's got easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of any computer, phone, or tablet, and it encrypts your Internet browsing, which hides your data and public IP address. So protect your online activity today and get three months free at expressvpn.com slash rm. Put that rm in there to get those three months free. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, so Catherine, uh, before I get into something on cheese with you, uh, any comments you want to, from last segment, picking up on the Blarney Stone? Oh, I was just going to say that the Blarney Stone's PR team contacted me after the article came out, I'm sorry, the book came out, and wanted to assure me and any readers that actually if you'd like to have the Blarney Stone sanitized before you kiss it, you can request that, and they do but, clean it each night. Wait a minute, they have so a PR team? Wow. They have a PR oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. team? The Blarney Stone is a PR team? Yeah. Oh, yes, everyone has a PR team. I like <laughs> that. So there are lovely gardens to walk around, so if you don't want to kiss the stone, you can walk around the garden. So I do feel I should say that, because, again, I have nothing personally against the Barney Stone. I just wouldn't have it on my list. All right, right, so let's now get into something, you know, that I guess you don't want sanitized. So Mary and Rudy, I know on the show, they're the cheese connoisseurs, and but certainly eating, you know, delicious cheeses when you travel to France or Italy, it's a must. But I don't think any of us would risk an injury just for some cheese, which is exactly what seems to go on at the Gloucester Cheese Rolling Competition at Cooper's Hill near Gloucester, England. I mean, how serious can it get? Well, basically, they roll a, a round of cheese, a seven-pound round of cheese down a hill, and uh, contestants vie with each other to chase it down the hill. And whoever gets the hill wins cheese. So that's, I mean, I'm not really even sure how much to elaborate on that, except that there are many bones broken. There are actual rugby players waiting at the base of the hill to catch contestants when they inevitably you know, spin out of control. Um, multiple injuries are recorded every year with bones broken among both the contestants and spectators and the catchers, people who are catching them at the end. So I think it's a lot to go through for a round mm-hmm. of cheese as your potential prize. But, you know, apparently others would agree. Those crazy Brits. I can say that because I'm British. Ugh. All right, let's turn our attention to hotels that were former prisons. I know there's one in Boston. I've stayed in the one in Istanbul, which, by the way, is a Four Seasons. doesn't feel prison-like at all. However, you have one that I guess you stayed in, in Latvia. Tell me about uh, this place. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say it right. Karota Sietums is how it looks in English, but it's a place in Latvia that used to be a prison. And the funny thing about this, it's a great example of how, you know, the worst place to make the best stories, because I wrote the book just having researched this place, but then I actually was in Latvia myself. 
and my husband and I were biking, actually. And we just had a little bit of time. We biked all the way just to see this prison and then realized we didn't have enough time for a tour and turned around and started to bike back. And I realized I can't travel to Latvia and not go to the prison that I wrote about. I have to do this. So we turned back around. We actually went on the tour of this prison, did not stay the night. It was not a possibility during that time. We had to catch a bus. But it was um, just as crazy as I had imagined. There was a a guard who was borderline sadistic, kept picking on me and asking me, you know, he showed me this big portrait of Lenin and kept asking me, who is that? And I would say Lenin, and he would say, no, it's your best friend. And I was like, okay, whatever you say. (laughs) Um, We got to see the spots where we would be sleeping for the night. Um, But it was very funny to me to realize that I had deliberately sought out a place I wrote about not to see, not just once, but then had returned back to it because I felt I truly could not, you know, not go there. But it's right. it's really sparse. I mean, the Four Seasons in Istanbul and the one in Boston are very luxurious. We're talking you're talking iron beds oh. and prison meals, right? <laughs> prison meals. Yeah. No, this is. I have a picture actually on the blog I was keeping. It's pre retirement dot net. If anyone wants to check it out, no, they just have a little mat on the floor. This is not a Four Seasons. This is like someone left the prison, you know, kind of abandoned. It feels like this. 25 years ago, and now they just put a mat on the floor, and you come in, and you can sleep on it with scary guards wearing gas masks and stuff. It's not, there's no room service. (laughs) There's no service. Listen, Catherine, I have to tell you, I know Mary's got something we wanted to get into with the Korean temple. Obviously, a lot going on there. That's in Chapter 13 of your book. But right now, unfortunately, we're going to have to thank you very much, folks. If you want to find the book, very simple. The book, again, it's 101 Places Not to See Before You Die. Catherine Price is the author. (laughs) So go check it out. Catherine, we really appreciate it. You enjoy the weekend, okay? You too. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks. All right, so there we go, 101 places. And, you know, I, I know, Rudy, we were at the New York Times show a few weeks ago. They had that Cher- uh, Chernobyl tours. Uh, that maybe that's <laughs> 102 places. We could not places. understand that, that. So one thing I want to say right now to get to, um, you know, we didn't get to our Jean-Jacques update, folks. We didn't forget it. He's doing well. He's coming across the ocean. He's getting closer to the Caribbean. So we will certainly talk about that more next week. I know, Mary, you had all yes, that. Yes, we'll but, give an update But Jean-Jacques's week. doing well. He's fine. Yep. Where does he Talking want to wind up? In the Caribbean. He wants to wind up in the Mm -hmm. Caribbean. Yes, he does. So uh, there he goes. So on that note, you know, right now, uh, Mary, Rudy, it's time for us to put a wrap on this week's edition of RM World Travel. Uh, Folks, we really appreciate you being here with us. Thank you so much. We say it all the time, but please go find some time right now. Connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram at RM World Travel. Special thanks to all of the guests who appeared on the show today with us. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors. And to all of you out there who help make what we do, America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.